0: welcome to the short rod show you're talking with Ben and you got Brett thanks for joining us everybody season three episode four we're cranking out episodes every week through the ice belt thanks for everybody that's been joining along with us this season and listening in yeah Sunday mornings 9 a.m. 9 a.m. we're all calendar all over your favorite podcast platforms and then of course YouTube as well um, we'll be here through probably March sometime
1: well hopefully. Hopefully, if the ice
0: holds, yeah. we'll see. We'll kind of run out of stuff
1: by the end of that season. By the end of the season, if yeah, we don't we have to, ice.
0: need to get out fishing so we got some more to talk about. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what are we chatting about today, Brett?
1: Um, today, we're going to touch a little bit, just some housekeeping stuff here right at the beginning. Um, yeah. And then uh, Ben and I are going to dump out our jig boxes. Not literally, because yeah. that'd be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just go through the jigs, um, what we have, kind of what we like about them, uh, where they're from. How they're holding up? What we use them for? Different applications, Um, maybe some jig storage, uh, and that sort of deal. Jigs, all about jigs. Yeah, all about jigs. You wouldn't know, you wouldn't believe how much you could talk about jigs.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, a staple of the ice fishing world.
1: Yeah, and I think this will be, if you know of a loved one that you believe will get you some ice fishing gear for Christmas this might be a good podcast to uh, suggest that they listen to. Absolutely. Uh, perhaps and they'll uh, be a little more informed on uh, picking you up some jigs.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, and last week, last week's episode, if you guys haven't caught that, head on over, check it out. Man, it turned out nice. Yeah. Uh, really cool sitting down chatting with Jesse Willick from Iceholics um, and just chatting a bunch of different topics, touched on a bunch of different things about fishing in Ontario where he's at, southern ontario yep um the difference differences between between how we fish and how he fishes some of his setup so that turned out really cool and then got to do a giveaway at the end
1: yeah congratulations to those guys craig and Rigdon. um yeah uh earlier this week yep. i got the jacket out to craig and uh hopefully jesse gets the the reel out to Rigdon, and yep. uh those guys are able to really
0: put her on the ice this year yeah excited to see how that turns out and yep. craig messaged us uh recently and said hey this is awesome. I'm replacing a 20-year-old Carhartt jacket. Yeah, that's, that's got exactly some holes who in it. I wanted to have it. <laughs> it's like, yes, good that's, man. That's awesome. That's exactly exactly what we're looking for. So that's was, that was pretty cool. Yep. And then uh, if you guys have been following along on Facebook, you notice we have some uh, merchandise that you can purchase to help support the podcast. We're rocking the uh, tumblers here today. Yeah. These are kind of our favorite. They're
1: super legit tumblers. I mean, they're, they don't have the, the Yeti brand name on them. Dang it. We couldn't afford the Yeti. But I've used Yetis, and these are just as good, if not better. Oh, I, I will actually say that they're better. The lids are better. Absolutely. The Yeti lids are not watertight like this thing is. This like, lid is legit. I can shut that lid and tip this sucker over, and there's no water coming out of there. Uh, Super right. good. Is there water in there? Yeah. Hey. Oh, no. I opened the <laughs> lid now. <laughs> there we go like i've had it with the coffee so if i if i put my coffee in there and then i shut the shut the top slider it builds up so much pressure in there it
0: pops the lid off a little oh bit. dang there it, it hasn't spilled on me yeah. i've noticed it every time that's pretty watertight yeah, then it's airtight yeah that's cool um and and they've been some of our favorites but yeah head on over to our facebook page we got a link up there
1: or uh, to website. click on
0: that or a website you can go up in the upper right corner and click on
1: merch yep <laughs> and then while you're up there if you do find yourself on our website uh, we've got a couple new tabs, uh, they're the normal, you know, homepage, we got that merch page. And then we've also got another page where, uh, it just has our gear listed, uh, with some Amazon
0: links and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, we've had some requests for people to, you know, some of the stuff we talk about on the show, it's hard to catch. Like, what are they talking about? Or um, what is this? Or what is what that? Is it? Yeah. yeah what does it look like? So yep. you can go on there. Uh, it's through Amazon. We don't have affiliates links set up yet, but that might be something we do in the future. So, yeah. But on I figured Amazon was a good link. Everybody has access to it. Everybody knows it. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, Brett, in talking about uh, jigs, jigs are kind of the basis for a lot of different presentations of fishing. Yep. So, um, you know, sometimes guys in the summer are big jig guys. And then when I was growing up, I was not a big jig guy. I was throwing a lot, lot more crankbaits. Throwing a lot of just like bear hooks and some split shots. Sure. And then moving into ice fishing was just opening your eyes to all these jigs. All things
1: jigs. Yeah. And jigs really seem to dominate uh, a guy's tackle box sometimes, it seems. And there's just, they're so versatile. You know, the two main categories of ice fishing baits, and there's getting to be more and more different categories, but you got your spoons and your jigs. Like those Mm -hmm. are the bread and butter staple. Now you're getting, there are some, you know, you get into more rattle baits and that sort of stuff. But uh, spoons and jigs. Uh, we're going to mostly focus on jigs today. We're just going to go right through what we have. Um, so to kind of start it out a little bit of just what are the basics, you know, how how to use a jig, what does it look like, uh, what are some different just key presentations, I think, to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, you can fish the jig vertically or horizontally, which means the jig is mostly pointing on the vertical, the shaft of the of the hook or the jig is pointing up, then you got it makes more like a J. Mm-hmm where the horizontal position, you know, you just think of that, you just turn it 90 degrees, um, and it's more in a horizontal. Typically, you can identify those types of jigs where the, the eyelet looks like it's just coming straight out the top of the jig yep. or straight out the end of the jig, and that would be typically more of your horizontal bait or vertical bait uh, presentation. Yeah, there you go. Where if it looks like it's kind of coming out of the head of the jig straight up along, kind of pointing up the same direction as the J of the hook is, then that's typically a horizontal bait. Yep. Um, but I've gotten into some more gray area on the on the typically yeah. vertical presentations. You yep. can tie like maybe a Palmer Knot or something like that where you can get a little bit more grip on your line, yep. and then you can get by with fishing, fishing that horizontally also. And then you can do some cool stuff because then you got really, it gives you a little bit more flutter
0: typically. Yeah. And, and what I thought was cool in the last couple of years, it seems like the trend has always been towards horizontal. Like yep. recently, a lot of the new tungsten baits, a lot of tungsten jigs, uh, that's been their jam is horizontal yep. presentations. And some of the vertical stuff is getting kind of forgotten about, it yep. seems like. So um, we we fish vertical stuff all the time. Yeah. Especially prefer. when the bite gets tough. Yep. Uh, if the bite is hot and heavy, vertical is the way to go. If you're getting short strikes, misses. You yep. drop your jig down. You don't have to keep readjusting your line to get it to hang horizontal again. Yep. So that's a big I'd say a big, big thing advantage. with that is, so
1: a lot of times if you're fishing horizontally, and I think horizontally is in the horizon, so it's got, you know, it's laid. <laughs> you got to lay it out. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes I have to think about myself because I get those two words mixed up as I'm talking. But uh, what you'll notice sometimes is as a bluegill comes in to feed to bite your jig, sometimes it'll just bite the head. And that's when you think you you know you're getting some of those short strikes or you're missing them. Sometimes they're just biting the head and they're not biting the hook end. Where you're running a, hor- or a vertical bait, yep. it's only the hook end that they're going to be biting on. Yep. Um, so then sometimes that can increase your uh, hookup percentage. Uh, but then simply sometimes, you know, it's just a matter of that's the presentation that they want, whether it's horizontal yep. or vertical. Um, and that's just a deal where you need to have it tied up, one or, one or the other ready to roll.
0: Yep. Um, and, and when I think of finesse, I think of vertical. When, when we're really sure. getting into a tough bite, yep. we're talking small jigs, downsizing, and doing some vertical Yeah, because I'd say, at least
1: in my jig box, my vertical presentation jigs are lighter. Yes. Where my horizontal presentation jigs, that's where I start to get into the 5 mil tungstens and the real heavy stuff. Yeah, the big stuff. Um, to punch through.
0: Yep. So, yeah, you got you got tungsten, you got standard lead, and yep. we've talked about this on some other episodes of the show, uh, and it gets a lot of press. The tungsten guys just pounding the tungsten. You got to have tungsten. Well, I
1: love the tungsten for the weight, better. the weight and the size ratio compared sure. to lead. Uh, and the number one, I guess, the selling point that you see a lot of them talk about is we can get back down to the school faster. If you're in a hot, heavy bike, mm-hmm. you can get back to the school faster. So let me unpackage a little bit of the theory behind that and then kind of why, you know, sometimes, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever found myself in that situation, to be honest with you. Uh so the theory about that is, you know, say you're fishing, you know, a school, the fish are schooling, and you only got certain little waves coming through. Yep, you want a heavy lead or a heavy jig that once you hook one fish, you get them up, you can pop that off, and you can get that jig right back down there as yep. fast as possible. Where which, you know, yeah, a five mil tungsten, sure, you could sure get down there a lot faster than like a little tin, lightweight cadence yep. that yep. weighs like a nothing. Sure, you can get back down to those fish faster, um, but I don't know that I've ever ran into a situation where that's been critical. To be honest,
0: yeah, and and the type of fishing we do, we're rarely in more than twenty feet of water. I yeah, would yeah, say. yeah. See, that uh, is where the application our jams lives. kind of 15, 10 to fifteen feet. If or you're less. fishing,
1: if you're fishing fifteen foot or deeper, that's when the speed of that tungsten I think comes into play.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, and that's a game changer there. When yep. you're talking about actually getting down to uh, to the bottom in a reasonable amount of time. Yep. Especially Absolutely. if you're running like a normal reel, like what you open face or a yep, a
1: dropper reel or something like that, where you know where I'm running the schoolies, it don't matter really. Uh, you're peeling line as fast. Yeah, I as got to peel the line anyways. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, going down. It's all, all synced up. Yep, yep. But the I guess one of the true luxuries of that is you can definitely feel the bite a little bit. It's a little bit more. It gives you a little bit more sensitivity because you have a little bit tighter line mm-hmm. going down to that jig if it's heavier. And then obviously the smaller presentation makes that bait a little bit
0: more appealing to more fish.
1: Yep. Which can be good or bad
0: depending on what you got to sort through, but yeah. The the other thing I was thinking of with tungsten too, there's only so many profiles for tungsten and they're yep. getting some more now. Yep. Uh in the last couple years, I don't know, I think most of them most of the tungsten so that was cast t- drop in, cast. He is all cast in Russia?
1: Russia or China?
0: Yeah, or China and they only had like a certain kind of I know, profile. I think, I think it
1: still is because I my understanding is that the the method of casting and mining tungsten is not environmentally friendly to the U.S. The U.S. environmental whatever, yeah, I'm it sure. would not meet standards. <laughs> yep, to mine and cast and run tungsten. Yep. Uh, so that's why they do. Makes it in, sense. You know. But I Russia. mean,
0: now they're getting they're getting a lot more profiles, and they you see some yeah. more custom kind of so, baits coming I'm, out.
1: I'm not sure. Some of it makes me wonder if it's if it's not the same thing, and they're just coming up with a different profile, and they're just casting lead around it to oh. give you that different profile. Mm-hmm. Um, i'm not sure i don't know yep. i don't know i'm not a jig maker i don't know once it has paint on it's tough to tell
0: yep yep um but yeah so there's there's some more different styles of that and then your common sizes for just standard like dropper rigs three four or five millimeters kind of within that range yep um a three mil when you compare that to a five is like it's probably less than half the size oh, when yeah, you look yeah. at it yeah they're tiny uh, yep real tiny so you can kind of size those accordingly but uh, also like we were talking, don't forget about the lead kind of baits. Yeah. You know, they've been catching fish forever.
1: Honestly, there's a lot of situations where I prefer the lead over tungsten anyways. Yep. Uh, the tungsten, what, what you lose with tungsten is it's so heavy. They lose some different action. Like you don't quite get the fluttering. You don't get the float in the water. You don't oh, get yeah, the absolutely. movement that lead offers. Um,
0: yeah, nothing in nature is going to be sitting there just going blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That tungsten, all you're doing is just. Bouncing up and down. And Yeah. yeah kind of unnatural or or making huge drops. Yep. You know, just without any kind of float or anything to it. Yep, yep, exactly. So, yeah, if you get on real pressured fish, that's not going to fly. Yeah,
1: the real high pressure stuff I prefer going. I mean, you don't have to necessarily go smaller, but yep. I prefer to go lighter because then you get a little slower drop and it mm-hmm. looks a little bit more natural or a little bit more fluttery in the water. Yep. Um I think that that makes a big difference. Yep. Um, especially as I get into more like the vertical baits. Where, like I said earlier, they tend to be a little bit lighter. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I have any real big heavy tungsten vertical baits. Uh, yeah. So what I think that gives me is it gives it a little bit more of a shimmy
0: in the water versus just straight up and down. Yep. Yep. And then also, I was going to toss this in too, don't be afraid to make your own baits. Yeah. Especially with lead. With you can jig, do whatever you want. Jigs. So yeah, if you're casting your own lead, um, there's lots of cool stuff you can do there. Uh, and I've even got some secret jigs with some beads Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd call those jigs. I think I'd just call them hooks with beads. Well, I think they're they're considered jigs. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go with that. Um, but you know, just get creative too, because that's that's part of what makes the sport kind of kind yep, of fun. Yep. Trying, so ben, Trying something different. Let's uh, let's dump into your dig,
1: jig box a little bit. What's your number one go-to jig in that whole box right now?
0: So my number one, and and we can touch on colors a little bit too. But uh, my kind of confidence bait. Would either be a pink eyed uh, dropper jig, like a four mil. So, this is so that's like your classic teardrop. Yeah, and you guys, we can't even like zoom in no, on any no, of this because no, we're never worry gonna be able to see any of these tiny no. little things. But, uh, this particular one that I normally use from Widowmaker, we can pull it out so I can see it. Well, I can't even hardly pull it out. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Um, so here's like, here's a pink cracker eyes. So, yep, cracker eyes finish is pretty cool, and then, uh What's that, four well, mil? That's a four, yeah. What I like about these from Widowmaker, too, those, like what you were saying earlier, uh, off air, the eyelets are clean. Yeah. Oh, like, gosh. Like, the eyelets are not painted over. So, you're not you're not grabbing your, you know, little hook of another jig or yep. your eye-cleaning tool to try and Number clean it. Number one out. thing about those Widowmaker jigs ready to fish. is that there's no paint in the eyelets. Yep. If you've ever
1: bought a, bulk, a bunch of jigs, you know exactly what I'm talking about because it is, oh, it's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> Just, especially because they're so that. small, those eyelets are so dang small. Like a typical eyelet cleaner, like you'd use for a regular like quarter ounce. Oh lead, yeah, forget about it. Uh, open water, you it don't fit in the hole. Mm-hmm. So then you almost gotta get like a little needle or use the end of another hook, and then I'm dulling the hook of another jig that I just bought. And It just
0: yeah, on, it sucks. so on and so forth. So that that's kind of my main horizontal presentation. Uh it pairs well with, you know, your wax worms, your plastics. Yep. You can do a chunk of a minnow on there. Yep. Uh, just depends on how you want to fish it. That's kinda that's kind of my main jam. Uh, but then I got I have a bunch of other different styles of those, um, different colors, polka dots, the widow bread, the, so, the wonder bread color, that's also a favorite too. I don't so know what it aside is about from it.
1: color, you're gonna tell me that the typical tungsten eye drop or
0: dropper jig is your go to jig. Is What you're telling me, yeah, okay, yeah, 100%. Yep, and then that's like I said, that's my confidence bait, that's my drop down when I'm not sure what's down there, sure. I see a fish, uh, I'm pretty sure I can catch them on something either pink, chartreuse, Wonder bread color, sure, polka dot. Something. So, I do
1: know you have another uh favorite jig brand, uh, when you're not doing the makers, uh, it's a little bit more pricey, uh, like we tell a lot. The maker it's t- you can't beat it for the value, but the Brantner. Oh, yeah. Yep. The brand, they're expensive. The Brander Jigs.
0: And see, I haven't followed along with them.
1: But there's something if toxic. If they're
0: out there, they need to message us and, and let us know what's there's going on.
1: There's something going on with that glow. Oh, man. Their glow paint is like... I don't know if I That's premier glow paint that they're running on there. It is
0: impressive how long that that glows. So that, that's, and how that's in my other box. I don't even have those. Oh, God, don't lose that sucker. Oh, my gosh. So they have a different kind of profile for where you tie the line to. Mm. to the eye so it holds a little bit better i think i didn't know that um but it's also like brett said that paint i mean that's that's a huge deal the glow paint. there's the some extra or... kind of glow in there or yeah. something to it because that's just like i've never seen a jig glow out in like the sunlight that. and then you bring it inside and it's glowing in the daylight and you yeah. look at it like it's radioactive or something yeah. like, like i've never I shouldn't seen be a, touching I've this i've never seen a jig glow like that so that's pretty cool and but it yeah. glows forever
1: like you glow it up once and yeah. it is going two to three times longer then when I need to glow up other baits. Yep.
0: And and I feel like uh in the past couple of years, I haven't like I said, I haven't followed along with them, but they were they were six, seven dollar jigs before. A yeah, jig. I bet they're like ten three, three, four now. Or five years ago. Yeah. I don't remember when I bought bought those last. But yeah, so those are kind of cool. But yeah, you really can't go wrong with the tungsten dropper. Uh yeah. have some lead droppers as well. Uh and then for vertical baits. Can. Oh no! I just said jig. I didn't say oh, jig. Vertical. Oh, well, I'm I'm don't peeling steal into. My, don't steal my thunder. All right, I won't <laughs> steal your thunder. Um, I do have the tungsten cadis uh, cane as well.
1: Uh, see, I don't really like those, man. I do like. I those. think
0: you lose the action out of the cadis, <laughs> so you can really downsize those and get something real tiny and short, like that little guy. Yep. Oh
1: man. Yep. It yep. just downsized the profile a little yep. bit, but I feel like that was the the beauty of the cadis. Is that long skinny sleek thing and it just made that thing just bob back and forth yeah but, so
0: that's pretty unique and then uh w- i was breaking into my grandpa's jig box uh before the show a little bit and he actually had some cadis canes as well from yeah. a long time original cadis yeah like. that's a
1: double color that's a dual color yeah so there. it's
0: red on top a little white a little bit of and this might be I don't know, it might be homemade it looks like I don't know. A couple I'd chunks of little springs that you use super glue on the I mean, hook.
1: that's what the cages look like at uh, from Widowmaker anyways, is there's some little tiny little spring around them that yeah, they just crust cool. in lead. Yep. The paint job just a little better on this Yeah, these ones. so
0: some some of that stuff is pretty timeless. So you look at uh, ice jigs that fishermen were using 40, you know, 30, 40, 50 years I'm ago. I'm willing to bet those are Widowmaker jigs because he has are. those. these also. He has this jig also
1: in there. I don't know what, I don't remember what this one's called. Well, the flat—the flat blade one, yeah. No, yeah, this guy.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. he has those
1: exact ones in there.
0: Oh, it is. <laughs> that's cool. Just the paint's kind of worn off. Yeah, yeah. This one's caught more fish. I'm yeah, sure. that
1: the other one's fresh out the
0: package. Look at the eyelets, all clean too. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> that's pretty cool. But yeah, what what are your go tos, Brett, for just jigs? Just jigs. So, no spoons. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. another. So I mean, uh, that's my... another two hour extravagant my episode. number number one and we've touted <laughs> it
1: you know countless times on the podcast of the Cadus. i just i know you wanted to break them up into different profiles but so the Cadus cane if you don't know if you're not familiar with what it is is basically you think of just a j-hook little tiny j-hook p- vertical presentation yep and it's just got like i don't know a quarter inch of some encrusted lead <laughs> up the shaft of the hook Just before you
0: get to the islet, just enough to keep her below the ice. Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean it it is light, light. You need falls very slowly, but it has caught me more fish on a tough bite, even not even on a tough bite, just a regular old day. Oh, absolutely, than any other jig that I've ever bought. It's just
0: like a snack for fish at that point, and they can't resist it. My number one color is purple. (laughs) Ooh, that's a good tip. There, it's a throw. That's a. uh, I tend, I tend to go for the darker colors. To be honest with you, man. See, I I use the colors that catch my eye. And yeah, then I, the, I use the, them to catch You're the guy
1: fish. that they all target, that the companies target. Oh, for sure. Catch the fishermen, not the fish.
0: Total sucker for that. I'll go uh, after the pinks and chartreuse.
1: then glow is the my number two color on. Yep. Uh, the Catus. Well, that's a good idea.
0: Because uh, that is a good night bite jig, too. Oh, they're killer, man.
1: I just, they they crush
0: everything. Like, there is not ever, so of the five. You have caught pretty much every species on those. Oh, yeah. yeah easily. Like, of the f- not even like a random fish here or there. It's like largemouth bass, largemouth like bass. Like big largemouth croppy, bass. Crappie, bluegill. Big I mean bass. all the way down. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> Catfish. Yep. Channel cats. yeah Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, well, it's just so light that I feel like any little breath that that fish sucks in, yeah. it's going to get... But be in you're mouth.
0: also not going to run that with, like, some 10-pound fluoro either. No, no. I, I run mean,
1: I run three to four for everything, pretty yeah.
0: much. Yep. You need some light, finesse kind of line.
1: Yep. Um, I'd say number two, though, is, and I don't have it in this jig box, it's, it's tied onto my one of my rods at home, is that Acme uh, Rattle. <clears> uh, <throat> I got that in here. Do you remember what the name of that exactly is?
0: Yeah, Rattling something or other. What's this called? Do you remember? I thought it was like the, uh, ah shoot, it's got the steel the steel chamber in it. Yeah, rattling. I don't know if you can hear that on the, the tungsten rattle jig. Yeah,
1: Acme makes it. That's a crusher, man.
0: See, and I haven't caught anything on it.
1: Oh, the black and the gold are the two that I've There I you read. go. And Dark
0: the, colors again. They yep. they
1: just slam. Well, the what I like about the black one is it's got like gold scales going down the back. It looks pretty sick. And <laughs> it, and it crushes fish again. Clean eyelets because it's a fairly expensive jig. Yeah, these are like. Uh, six
0: Five, six yeah, bucks. Yeah, they're five or six bucks a piece. Yep. But they're pretty good. They are cool with a little googly eyes. And they're a much bigger profile than your typical jig. Yeah, you look at them from below, they're pretty darn wide. Yeah. So that's a little bit different. I do think there's something to be said about fishing a variety of profiles of jigs, too. Yep. Uh, if you're, we're talking pressured fish, they've seen a lot of, I mean, your your tungsten dropper jig. They've Everybody seen Everybody and their brothers they've throwing that, that down day. there. Yep. Um, so Some throwing on twice. something a little different would be kind of cool. So. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, maybe after the break here, we'll t- chat some more on some of these other jigs we got in the box. Yeah. Because, man, these are our small boxes, so we're not going to well, break these into that. No, these are my main ones. But, yeah, I don't carry a pile of them. Yeah, I carry a lot more than these, um, which is probably not. I, I I always go back to the same kind of ones. That's yeah, the thing. yeah, yeah. It's like exactly. at the end of the day. I kind of have my go-tos, and, and I'll mix it up a little bit, but yep. not nearly enough. Yeah,
1: so. now we'll break into, after the break, we'll go into more of the specialty. Yeah, that, that sounds stuff good. We got.
0: Cool. Well, that's coming up next on The Short Rod Show.
1: Ben, where have you been? We've got a short Rod show episode to drop here in a half an hour.
0: Ah, shoot. I've been outside blowing snow in my driveway for the last hour. Jeez, give me a break, Brett. Man, you just got to hire that out. I don't know. Like, how would I find someone that could do it? I don't know. I just look up on Google. Yeah, that could work, but how do I know they're any good? All I know is that the best companies use Evergrow Marketing to show up on Google. Yeah, that's a good point. I know Evergrow Marketing is a digital marketing agency that provides straightforward solutions for local service businesses.
1: Yeah, but what does that mean?
0: Well, Brett, it means if your business relies on leads and inquiries from your surrounding area, they'll take care of your website, make sure you're showing up on search engines like Google, and make your phone ring with new business. They've worked with landscaping and lawn care companies, roofing contractors, car dealers, hospitals, banks and credit unions, and more. If you own or work for a business that could use a little help with the digital side of your marketing, check them out over at evergrowmarketing.com.
1: Also, tell them that Ben and Brett over at the Short Rod Show sent you,
0: and they'll knock 10% off your first bill. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah. Right. You just punch in Short Rod Show, and we'll
1: come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.
0: Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah. All over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that. Posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah sweet updates awesome check us out guys hey welcome back everybody thanks for joining us through the break today we are talking jigs all about different jigs uh kind of going through our jig boxes here sitting down at the pool table just having a blast having a miller a little late night recording session a little later than normal but yeah that's all right we'll make it through kind of feel like i'm hitting my stride here in the evening you You get brett talking about jigs it's gonna be a good night i do like talking about
1: well it gives me an opportunity to I like to talk about more just the approach to jigs and you know your thought process rather than just oh you need to go out and buy this jig. I don't give a shit about that. It's just why do I need to use this jig and what is it yep. good for? What's the application that this jig is here for?
0: You're all about the usage. Get yeah. the getting it dialed yeah. in. I care about the commercial.
1: I can care less about the commercialization. I just want to catch fish. There you go. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So what else are we talking about with jigs, Brett? Run, give us your rundown. Well, on some more of your favorites. I know.
1: Yeah, let's go over some of the specialty stuff first, and then we'll go over Ooh. some of the new jigs that we picked up. Specialties. Yeah, right. I'm gonna put the new box away. We'll go over some of the old specialty stuff that I like to run first, and kind of why I did it, what we use them for. Yep. Um, if I'm in that situation. So for and uh, gosh dang it, I don't remember the names of most of this stuff anymore. But, <laughs> this will be uh, an interesting. Uh, oh, episode. the clamity. Do you remember the when clamity. I busted yep. this out first? Yep. We were up uh, northern Iowa along yep. I-35. Yep. Big old damn bass came and bit this thing. First time I tied one, so luckily I bought two. Rarely I buy two of the same thing, uh, yep. just because I don't know. So, if, so explore. I've talked about this on the podcast before. This specific jig. Uh, so what it is is it's a horizontal bait. Really, it look, it's kind of a long hook, uh, and it looks like it's just got a bottle cap bent over the side of it with some lead filled in the bottom of it. Yep. Um, so it gives it a really kind of a little little shimmy as a, as you as you uh jig it
0: oh i got a few of those too yeah
1: and i've only i've only tied i don't tie it on i've only tied it on a handful of times but the first time i tied one on big old bet billy came in because we still had your camera on because i remember seeing it yep uh big old billy came in just crushed it broke my line right off like (laughs) i was i didn't even hardly get a chance to fight it i was like gosh dang it oh man uh went and tied so, the next one on didn't it's Billy a never cool came back. it's
0: a cool kind of profile because it flutters around yep. it's kind of a cross between a jig and a spoon and I it's a say. pretty big profile it for is. a jig. Yep. yep but then you got the different color underneath yep the white mine's got, got white cool. anyways on it uh but there's other colors this I've one's silver this one's a hammered silver uh i like it a lot actually most of my jigs are, are just extremely well organized and laid out, so you know I haven't fished them yet. Yeah,
1: you haven't used those. Those <laughs> ones went right in the box and never exactly. came out. Exactly, exactly. Yeah,
0: and I see you, so that
1: leads me to the next one that I see you have are these uh, little skirted uh,
0: jigs. Oh, yeah, with the tight on, <clears throat> tight on uh, fuzz on the bottom. Yep, so they got a little Sparkly skirt on fuzz.
1: Yep, little fly jig
0: type deal. So that's kind of cool because they do, they do flutter out. Yep. Up and down and side that, to side. See, and,
1: that's the value that I've gotten out of these is yep. that the different action is you see
0: when you when you pop that up.
1: So this, it, looking at it, it is traditionally a vertical bait because the eyelet pops straight out the top. Yep. Um, and yeah, so when you jig it down, it kind of flutters off to one side a little bit. Um, I also like to fish it horizontally, but that that's you know you can do whatever you want there. Um, I also have some. Ooh, that that reminds me, I got some uh, custom made Denny. Denny tied up jigs here, Mm. also that I got a couple years back.
0: You know, it's kind of hard to beat those, too. Something to be said about a good hair jig.
1: The problem is, yeah, they're marabou, I believe. Marabou hair, or feathers, I think is what they are. We got a yellow one, chartreuse, and then a black and pink one. Uh, So these are just jigs I had bought, and then Denny tied. He had a tire, so he tied them up. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think I've caught anything on them before. They still... You thought those those uh you Jeez. think you think they fall slow you thought the the uh,
0: they floof out was you know, it's got like an inch of hair oh yeah floating there's around a lot this of hair little, on this little yep little tiny jig yep you thought the cadence fell slow those things fall like Gosh. you'll fall asleep before they make it to the bottom <laughs> they're slow 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 that's pretty cool though so you gotta you got a vertical and a horizontal yep this one's got some yellow and some black that's cool he did some like streamer yeah yeah He put a little color there. in there you got the Cruella one right here with the white and black. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty good. They're cool. good looking baits. I just, yeah, unfortunately. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm waiting for the day that I catch something and I could send Denny a picture, but it just hadn't happened yet.
0: Yeah, it's hard to beat a good hair jig, too, because that's, that's real custom kind of stuff. Yeah. Can, yeah. Well, they're really, not real pretty, but yeah, they do. But, they you do know, guys get them. on different bites. And we talked last week a little bit about match the hatch kind of. Oh, definitely. That those kind of baits that's, that's what, what we're talking about It's figuring out what they're feeding on and, and presenting that to them
1: yep yep so we'll slowly work our way out. oh shit Ooh, that's good that yeah we about had the gear dump there holy crap uh what else did, oh there's one more thing i want to talk on jigs and that's kind of a live bait presentation jig set set line jig okay yeah. uh so what a lot of people like to do is they'll run you know, you think of like a dead stick rod, you run your line down, you put a little split shot, and then you'll just hook that hook, and then below that, you'll have your hook tied on, and yep. you'll tie on a minnow, and that way that minnow has a little bit of a leash to swim around on. But personally, I've always had better luck just tying them straight to a jig. Uh, horizontal, or a vertical jig. Uh, where was that at? Oh, I just saw it, right here. So this little guy, I've only got one left. Dang it, oh, I need to get some more. It's like This guy glows fairly big. It's Let's pretty heavy sucker.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see uh, this all the time. And
1: I've, I've, I'll turn on... And it's yellow on, chartreuse on one side, uh, glow back on it, and I'll, I'll put a pretty hefty minnow on there, some minnow guts or whatever on there. Um, and I've had excellent luck uh, with vertical presentation jigs and, and just hooking a minnow through the back. Oh, yep. And then that way he's kind of in the middle or a little bit... So... If you think of your minnow, I'm trying to think of how I do it here, just to the, on the back side of that fin, on the top, fin, on the dorsal oh, okay. fin, just yep. to the back of the dorsal fin. That way he's kind of, he's pointing, maybe he'd be pointing forward a little bit or down. Yep. And, but that kind of makes him get up a little bit. I think, I don't know, but.
0: Really gets his attention. Starts yeah, it keeps around. them moving though. They seem to be moving yeah. pretty
1: good, but yep. I've had good luck dead sticking crappies on this with the minnow and also channel cats and bass. Yep. With the live minnow on there. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I've ever caught. Huh, I, oh, no, I've definitely caught a walleye or two on brushy. Uh, it, nothing real big. Oh, yeah. I would remember remembered if they were big, but yep. they weren't very big. Uh, yeah, I, don't forget about that. I like running that first. I don't know why. It just seems to work real good having it on the jig like that. Uh, and then another thing I've done, and this might just be some dumbass thing that I just dreamed up <laughs> doing, but I'll put one Probably. minnow point in one way. And if I'll put, sometimes I'll put a second minnow on there, pointing the other way. It dueling my, minnows. Yeah, in my mind, they're just fighting <laughs> against each other to swim, and they're just they're not getting anywhere. And that's then, hilarious. Then there's just twice the action. Um, I don't know if it works. I don't know.
0: I don't know if anything. In all reality, you lose two minnows. Yeah, in, in reality,
1: right. you just get two minnows stolen, and you don't catch nothing.
0: <laughs> that's what really actually happens. Probably. But, uh,
1: no, I believe that's what I had tied <laughs> up that time. I, uh, you, me, and my brother were out fishing on Brushy. And I asked him to watch my rod yep. as I went inside, and my hole had crusted over a little bit with some ice. And I was like, "Hey, watch my rod, quick! I'm gonna run in and see what Ben's doing." And no quicker than I do that, my brother turns to me and like, "What rod?" And <laughs> it's gone already. <laughs> it's gone already just down the hole. Lost, schooling to could the breeze. The the reason it was significant that the hole was crusted over, you could see the exact profile of the schoolie of the reel as it fell in the hole, like <laughs> it was just like a little slot in the ice. The hole. And I was like, "Dang it." Yep, that'll happen. That'll happen. Jeez, that's crazy. You got any other specialty baits you want? wanna well, oh, actually, last one I'll talk about, <laughs> la- the very last one. Just one more. And the one that has caught me the second most fish, next to the to the Kane, uh, uh, is the original Schooley jig. Oh, the lead, the lead head. Well, no, not this one. Still has a little bit of paint. But I got some just pure that, lead heads in there. Is that here. like a flat profile? Well, yeah. They got a flat belly on them.
0: There you go. Uh, so that probably moves the water a little bit. Yeah, it moves more. a little differently.
1: Yeah. Because um, I still have that. So that 40-incher that you got me, uh, Schooley. I've still got the the jig that it came with tied on that one. Uh, never took it off. And I was crushing you guys. Out on <laughs> oh, no, he... out on uh, lakes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the original Schooley jig that is there. not to be forgotten. So it's a horizontal profile, yep. kind of like your regular typical teardrop jig, except it's got a flat belly on it. Um, not very big, maybe four mil. But.
0: No, and it's pretty light, too. When you when you mm-hmm. look at the comparison of weight between a lead yep. jig of the same size as a tungsten, they are like twice as light. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting. Well, I'm going with some retro baits here. I've actually used these before, uh, and I don't know at all what they're called. So somebody might uh, might have to school me on that, but they have a, a silver blade to them, and that's molded into a regular hook, and it almost looks like somebody soldered a hook onto a little metal blade. Sure. And then a Colorado blade. Yeah, just a tiny little fluttery blade. Sure. And over that we have a little plastic, like fake worm-looking thing that covers your. Yeah, that's something I've never your, seen uh, before. So. That's kinda of cool. And it's got two little black eyes and the hook coming right through. See the to me
1: it's pointing the wrong direction. Like the eyes should be going towards the, the line. No, they should be so where where it's at is the eyes of the bait are at the hook point. Rather than at the line tie, right? Isn't that normally yeah. where the eyes go? Yeah, I think you're right. So it, it's just but you fish it horizontal, I would imagine. Yep. Or vertical. Vertical, yeah. Sorry, yep, vertical. Yep. And then it just kind of has a flutter, but it just looks like a little piece of tube. Yep. Yeah, it definitely is just soldered onto that hook. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's pretty
0: sick. (laughs) That's custom. Yeah, that's some custom stuff. So that's kind of neat. A neat bait. And then, uh, yeah, the the homemade ones that I got. Shoot, oh, those are. We'll go into the bead and the hook. But I got one here if you need it. Yeah, I do need one actually. I keep that in my other box. I keep it next to my... Um, so that's kind of a, a Cadis imitation.
1: It's my custom uh, jig compartment because
0: I keep it next to the two li- uh, oh, jigs that Denny tied up. So we got just a regular open water hook.
1: Like a worm hook. A worm uh, hook, yep. yeah.
0: Offset worm hook. Half original. inch. Yep. Um, and then I did, I don't know, six six regular white beads. Thread it over to back up to the eyelet. So how do you thread those over? You thread them through the, the yep, hook? Yeah, they fit through here. Okay. And th- we're talking like little craft beads. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. little uh, uh, slip bobber beads Yep, would work too. And then one red one right on the end. So you think that red one's key? I think so. And you, f- you can fish it with bait or without bait. And I've had luck with it either way. Uh, minnows or any bait? Yep, any bait. Wax worms, minnows. Nice. That's, that's kind of the go-to. Yep. So this... Has very little weight to it. That's even lighter oh, yeah, than your hair jig. Yeah, there's no lead. There's in a there. little flotation to it almost. Yep. Um, so the only real weight is your hook. Yep. And then you have this plastic, the beads around it kind of holding it up. And they so, probably, uh,
1: maybe they're neutrally buoyant, maybe. Yeah,
0: it flutters down just slow, slow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But that fall is, that's deadly there. Yep. Yep. See, I think there's something to that slow fall. I think oh, here, you I'll get, give that back to you because I got a million. Yeah, don't lose. Yeah, that's the
1: only one I got. Don't get too hung up on the. The big heavy tungsten. Yeah. I think there's a lot to the slow fall.
0: Yep. uh, In bringing in fish and maybe not even bringing in fish, but getting fish to commit. Then the other thing I have are these chain hooks. So I'd like to do some more customizing this year. Dropper chain. Dropper chains. So one these at a little raffle deal, and I wasn't sure what to think about them, but they are pretty slick. So you can just clip them on, and you have basically a little like necklace chain. Running down to a tiny little hook so you can add a little extra balance somewhere, extra weight towards the front or the back. Yep. Tie it on your eyelet on another bait and make it really rock back oh, yeah. and forth. Yeah. Uh, Bucking Bronco there style. That'd there be, you go. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I want to try that this year too. And they're they're pretty reasonable. I don't know, four or five of them is like $1.50 or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. yeah. That's not bad. They're called Sitka chain hooks. So kind of cool. Great presentation for any live bait. You got one more Miller in there I could grab. Oh yeah, sweet. We got more. it's gonna do it in the middle of the show, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave me hanging here. And on the on the box, it's got a polar bear eating a perch. You can't beat that. No, I'm good. Can't beat that at all. Um, so yeah, those are kind of our our go to jigs so far. You got some more you want to talk about? Uh, I know you're just itching.
1: No, I was thinking maybe getting into the new the ones. new stuff. There yeah. you
0: go. So yeah, those are ones that we've run. We have good luck with. Uh, we're not afraid to tie on basically any time. No, um, pretty familiar with them. But this year, of course, being you a new get year, some new stuff. and Brett's all about the new gear. Uh, not yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you did get some new ones this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got a handful of new jigs. Um, I never did figure out what that name of that Southern one was. It, but uh, Widowmaker picked up. I saw I was flipping through their website. Um. Had a shopping cart already made. i uh, been working on that for a couple weeks. Um, I think it's called. It was called the Binkle. The Binkle. Yep. This and that's jig. a really cool bait. And it strikes me as a vertical bait because the the eyelet comes out the top, straight out the top. But I think I think it'd be very effective as a horizontal bait. Um, so you think of like your regular dropper jig. It, this is only lead though. It's very light. Uh, it's a the size would be similar to like your four mil but probably the weight of a three mil. Mm-hmm. And it's got like this little lip on it uh, coming out the back. So you got your eyelet, you got the weight of your uh, lead or whatever in there, and then as you work your way back, just before the hook starts to curl up, there's this like little lip off the back end that kind of gives it a little little shimmy out. I don't know. I haven't seen it in the water, to be honest with you. I don't know what it's going to do. Uh, but
0: but it's got, it's got like a blade soldered in. Yeah. So that blade actually gives it a little extra lift going down and it's well,
1: I was it's, thinking it's lip, twisted cuz it's like a crankbait lip. Yeah, that's kind of why I yes. was using the term lip, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, and it's it's twisted where like yeah, it's it'll like, give it a little spin too, I bet.
1: Like it you know how like you think you so think of like a horizontal bait and you think like you jig it, you get up and down motion. Yep. Where that lip on there as you jig it, it's going to give you like a like a roll. Mm-hmm. Like that jig's gonna roll yeah, a little bit as you jig Yeah, be really interested to see what that looks That's like. That's what makes me think uh, horizontal might be
0: pretty deadly. And so this one is like a chunk of lead soldered onto a hook with a blade, kind of at like a forty-five degree yeah. angle, almost. Yeah. Very a interesting. A shallower angle. If you think,
1: yeah, uh, if you just want to go cool. check it out, what we're talking about, Widowmaker Lures website. It's called the Binkle. Yep. Um, under the regular lead jigs, way in the back, like yep. I think it was on their last page. Uh, Got a little eye on it. handful of different colors. Again, dark color, black yeah, with a silver belly. Yep, and you uh, have a little orange eye to it. Orange eye. I think that's a dead. I think that'll be deadly. Um, or, what I send is you today?
0: Or Red. I don't know. I don't care.
1: <laughs> uh, what I send you today? Uh, the power couple for twenty twenty one.
0: Yeah, exactly. The noogie. The
1: uh, uh, full size white noogie coming off the back of it. Yep. On the bankle. Brett thinks that's gonna be, be a the, power the couple.
0: That'll be the power couple for twenty twenty one. Yep. Put it on. Market calendar, but it's cool with the different kind of plastics you can pair with these jigs. Yep, you can really make that presentation however you want. Yep, and we really talked about doing a little aquarium deal, watching the action of your of your jigs, testing them out. Yep, bathtub kind of style. The tough the Maybe tough we'll part that. about
1: that. Well, I looked at because I got a, a glass cylinder is. Maybe I'm just not good enough running the camera, but it was tough to get the reflection, and you couldn't really see what I was wanting to We're see. We're definitely not camera it,
0: pros by any means, as you can see in our YouTube videos. Oh, but. yeah, definitely. And then the <laughs> last
1: thing that I want to talk about in, about new jigs is, dang it, the name of this the, defeats me. The Droplet. The Droplet, is that what it's called? Yep. Okay, Droplet. Uh, Widowmaker Droplet. L-I-T, Droplet. It's uh, tungsten. Um, it's got a long shaft on it, horizontal presentation. Where it really gets me excited about this is for... Catfish, ooh yeah, Um, because I'm really gonna be able to thread on. um, I think I'm gonna thread on. I'm gonna my my go-to bait or uh, attractant this year. Bait is gonna be shad guts. Uh, I'm gonna have to keep my fingernails trimmed so you don't get any guts up on your fingernails. And Becca's not gonna like that. There you go. But (laughs) uh, at home, (laughs) I think that's gonna be money. That's Uh, just because what I've noticed with channel cats is they got that that sandpaper teeth. And it's about, I don't know, quarter inch wide. There's yep. a lot of some of the other jigs that they're biting me on. I'm getting them hooked on the outer lip. And I want to be able to get a jig on the inner lip. Because yep. then you know you got them good. You can really kind of give them the beam. And that's
0: kind of the long shank jig of ice fishing. Yeah, jigs.
1: it's got a really nice long shank to it. Uh, nice sleek profile. I think that's going to be pretty slick.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Nope, absolutely. Oh, and then <clears> I got <throat> these
1: disco balls. But I don't know about those. Those might have just been more for show. I don't know. Go I'll let you disco. talk about that. I
0: know you got some too. Well I got a few, yeah. <laughs> um and I haven't fished them a whole lot. I don't even have them in this box yet. Um, but they are cool with that with the color. The gold and the, the chrome. Yep. That's pretty slick. See, uh, I didn't know that's kinda have underrated. you had luck on the chrome silvery color? Not the chrome, the gold. A uh, gold I've always had good yes. luck, yes. Not you as you much said the something the chrome, so yeah, I didn't know no. if you
1: maybe you had some luck with it.
0: Nope. So I wonder if that's just the waters that we fish a little bit too stained to I don't know not stained enough to show up but I, I like know.
1: silvery colors on other things just not all chrome jigs yeah like yep. I
0: need some color on it also mm-hmm. yep yep absolutely and then uh what I really like too is is some of these crackerized kind of finishes they're called the way they glow we're we we're running that with the uv light yeah man so
1: it does look cool but that's definitely a thing that catches the fisherman
0: oh yeah no, no, I, ju- I just it. feel real confident at night fishing those <laughs> just because I yeah. know I can see sure. distinctly the glow of that. And it kind of looks like it's just like out of a movie.
1: So when I got here to your house, Ben, to record this podcast, you you showed me your jigs and you said you kind of ordered some things on the smaller side this year.
0: Yes. Why? Was there a thought behind that or is that just how it worked so, out? So the in the last few years, like I've looked at some of the baits that I fish and I'm constantly, I'm, i um, overconfident i'm going out fishing big baits sure big baits big fish it's slowing down and then i downsize and then i end up losing all the small stuff so those are the ones i need to restock Oh, okay. so that that's where i'm you just thinking need to restock like, your smaller yeah and and arsenal it pains me to do that because my prides hurt just a little bit going from the big stuff down to the small stuff but i know i mean i can always i can't you can't, always catch fish, you can't so.
1: tell me that your size of your fish has suffered do to no. going to smaller jigs. No, it hasn't. No. Absolutely
0: not. And that that's where, like, I felt a lot more confident this year ordering uh, the smaller stuff. I didn't get anything bigger yep. than a three, yep. you know, in tungsten size, and then a lot of lead stuff, too, that's uh, a little bit smaller. I'm glad so. I brought you to the side of the lead. Back on the lead. Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, you can tell the evolution of my jig box yep. is, like, all in on the tungsten for, like, two, three years, and yep. then... Slowly, it was like, eh, maybe, eh, maybe I can, lead's not so bad, and then kind of go back. Even the over way. the
1: three years that we've done this podcast, I can see how much yep. my influence has influenced yep. your fishing. Yep. of Going to lead, uh, getting away from the plastics as much. You didn't fish plastics nearly as much last year as you did the year before. No. Or uh-huh. the year before. The, two years ago, that's all you fished with. You didn't even yep. bring live bait with you. And yep. now, yep. last year,
0: you always had a puck of worms. Yep. Booyah. And then half the time, we'll bring a minnow bucket.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know about I'd that. I'd say half the time. The only reason I'm not into the minnow bucket thing is it's a pain in the ass to go get minnows. i got to go to the bait shop to go get them yeah, where I can buy the waxes. I can keep them all year in my house, and we're good to go.
0: We need to raise some minnows down here. We it's could just have a little minnow tank. stink. It'll That's stink. Right. Put it next to Henry's diaper. <laughs> there you go. I don't stay down here. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. We might have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And then uh, on a side note, so as we're kind of wrapping up here, uh, Jesse got me thinking. So this is kind of crazy. He said, "What got him into ice fishing was watching Grumpy Old Man." Sure, I had never seen it. So was, you went out and watched it, it this week, right? Watched it. What'd you think? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I it's it was a great just, movie. Like, I I would watch it again. Yeah, I watch it every Christmas there you go it's a good christmas yeah, I love movie it. so so that's kind of funny something that got got him into ice fishing uh and they're really you know the old the, man is hilarious hilarious oh, gosh. the old grandpa i wasn't sure what to expect how much ice fishing was going to be in it and there really isn't a whole lot. no 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 but there's yeah. enough in there to keep but there's enough going. where it's like okay that's kind of cool and then you see some of the old stuff that they're using and
1: yeah
0: uh i still don't get how it's not quite thanksgiving yet and they're up in Minnesota, and they're just driving tractors and oh, yeah, cars. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. they've been parked out right there on the for, ice. for a yep. month, So Yeah, that might I mean, be that's a little, little movie magic. But, but it's interesting. So anyway, a little tidbit, Grumpy Old Man. If you haven't seen it, go out and check it out. It's yep. I hadn't seen, so pretty cool. I think that's all my jigs. Good deal. I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Yeah, that's kind of our main jig game there. Um, if you guys are in- interested in in any of this stuff, uh, yeah, ask ask away. Yeah, she's like questions. Getting, we like getting questions on it. Uh, we can usually point you in the right direction, or or know people that that can. So yep, yep, that's the main thing. Um, and like I said, we're not that great with all the names, and everything. Cause well, you just can't remember. I know there's so many different ones, and they're just wonky names. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. exactly. Cool. So yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be. Bringing you some more episodes here. We'll record after... Uh, oh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> It'll be after Thanksgiving when you guys hear this, but... Yep. Uh, we'll get some episodes out to you. Um, it, just like I said, every week, every Sunday. And hopefully get on some ice soon. Guys are actually getting out. Northern Minnesota, northern Wisconsin. So Upper Red Lake's getting close to locking up.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, after the, this podcast, we could talk about uh, what maybe we want to do uh, after the St. Paul
0: show. Yep. If, and then, yeah, the St. Paul show is coming right up. Yep, Uh, we're going to be attending that. I'm pretty excited for the Friday Gosh, that's gonna because it's be be awesome. not
1: going to be nearly as busy. And hopefully we can get some, we can chat it up with a few folks. And Absolutely. Get some unique, uh, perspectives on things. I'd love to get, uh, also as I'm talking about this is like, if we can go talk to like, a hummingbird or garmin engineer because a lot of the at that show they have there like yeah those the dudes guys are that there. are developing this stuff ask the test te- technical questions yeah really get in deep yep deep in the weeds on how that how that works versus like just the 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 difference in sonar theory between how that works versus how your typical flasher yep sonar works
0: yep absolutely yep it's pretty cool good. Well, we got a great rest of the season coming up. Man, we're not slowing down. We're not even starting. We're revving up here, guys. So thanks for joining us uh, throughout the season and looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Awesome. That's all coming up next on The Short Rod Show.